0: Hello and welcome to the Rooted Together podcast, a podcast which aims to root you in Christ through his word together. I'm your host, Charles Hegwood, and today we begin 2 Timothy in chapter 1 with the episode entitled The Joy of Fellowship. 2 Timothy is about Timothy and Paul's relationship, Paul and older apostle is writing to a young pastor and this is the second letter to Timothy and perhaps one of Paul's last letters period and he's writing to prepare Timothy for his exit paul has been a faithful minister of the gospel for many many years but he is now realizing his time is up and Timothy's time is just beginning. He has mentored this young pastor for many years, and in a lot of ways, Paul sees Timothy as his spiritual child. And he begins in chapter 1 with a reminder to Timothy about the faith that they both possess that faith that charges them to live holy lives, that faith that helps them endure suffering. And as we will see, it is a faith that delights in and takes joy in fellowship. In verse 16, as we get into our here, the highlight that I picked here is verse 16, which says, May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Omniphorus. For he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me and earnestly found me. It helps to give a little context around that verse. You see, as he, Paul, that is, is calling Timothy to be holy and to remember the fate that he has been given, there's a reason for that. Paul is saying, I've been abandoned. All of my friends, all of those workers have left, and he will throughout the book give examples of those who have deserted him or left for other ministries. Some have left the faith. And he's reminding Timothy the importance of holding on to the faith. And as he does, he remembers with joy how one disciple named Omniphorus found Paul in Rome and refreshed him greatly. And we often read past that. I mean, chapter 1 is a beautiful chapter, and it has so much good things you could focus on. But what drew my eye this time in this read-through was that joy that Paul has in that fellowship. So as we get into our explain, let's look at that a little deeper. You see, again, Paul is writing to Timothy in the context of prison, and that's important to remember here. Paul has been abandoned by his friends, as I said earlier, while he was in Asia. While we don't know all the details, we can assume some of it is because of shame, because Paul talks about do not be ashamed, and Omniphorus was not ashamed of him. Uh, so obviously some are shamed that Paul has been arrested and thrown in prison, it's Not a good look when your spiritual mentor is in prison. Of course, for Paul, it was because of his faith, not because of something wrong he did. Uh, Again, we don't know all of the details, but Paul was great until he was arrested, at least in the eyes of some of his followers. Jesus was glorious, at least until life gets hard for some people. They think Jesus is great, and then life gets hard, and they think, well, eh, not that great. When in reality, he is so great, he is worth suffering for. And Paul realizes this. and He says, I'm in prison because of the gospel, and I'm thankful for that. Because the gospel is worth it. And He is calling Timothy to remain faithful and not ashamed of those in chains for the gospel. Because our gospel is built on a Savior who came and was arrested, beaten, and killed on a, a criminal's cross. And, you know, Paul writes in many other places that Jesus took on the shame of the cross and he brought it on himself, taking on our shame in the process. And it's important to see that connection in the word shame there. Uh, and, and you could spend a lot more time on that, but a lot of people think Jesus is glorious until life gets hard. The gospel is great until hardships arrive. And Paul was distressed because some people have thought this way and have jumped ship because life got difficult and they left. But while abandonment hurts, fellowship restores. So if you feel abandoned today by members of your church or maybe friends that were believers who have left the faith and you feel hurt, remember that the fellowship of believers restores us and it brings joy to us. One faithful disciple sought Paul out in prison to refresh him and to encourage him, and he did both. Fellowship can overcome hard times. Paul can continue to suffer because of this fellowship, and brothers and sisters, you will continue in your faith because of fellowship, and without it, I promise you, you will not last very long. God has geared us and built us and wired us for fellowship, especially within the context of church. Now, the church is not full of perfect people, and there's pain involved in relationship with broken people, and if you don't think so, realize that you yourself have probably caused someone pain and hurt before. You offer the forgiveness you would hope they would offer you and take that fellowship and joy, restore each other and refresh each other, encourage each other, especially when someone is suffering for the gospel or just suffering with the burden of life. Because sometimes things get hard, the world gets tough. Sometimes we follow the gospel and life is difficult because we follow the gospel because we proclaim the name of Jesus, because we follow our Savior. We're going to see Christians who are made fun of in the public and made fun of on social media restore such people, encourage such people, and do not abandon them when they suffer for the gospel. So let's get to the apply. What are some applications for this? Uh, I need to ask the question, which relationships can I be a refresher today? Meaning, who can I seek out? Who is struggling in their faith? Who is struggling with the weight of just life or the weight of shame or the weight of you know people making fun of them for the gospel? Or life is just difficult and they just need a pick-me-up. Who can I be a refreshment to today? Who can I go and encourage and bring that joy of fellowship? And second question, who can I be an encouragement to? And third question, who can be an encouragement for me? Who do I need to seek out? Because I need refreshing, and we can refresh each other with that fellowship. Well, let's end with a response prayer. Father, I thank you that we don't go through life alone. We have you and your church. May our fellowship be sweet and a sweet aroma to you. Jesus, you are worth it all. I will follow you in good and bad, in sickness, chains, and death. Holy Spirit, give us one mind. May we be unified in the gospel and guard what you have entrusted to us and bring us to joy in fellowship with you and others. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening to 2 Timothy chapter 1. I look forward to joining you in 2 Timothy chapter 2 next time. I'll see you there.